All right, I'm Perry. This is in plain sight. And to my right, sir, of all things, place to be the one and only Mr. Brandon Steele. It's cold. It's very cold. It's fucking cold right now. Very, very cold. This winter storm thing kind of crept up on yeah, us. Yeah, they now, were not playing about this shit. No, and it wasn't, I, you know, in the live stream, we were talking about how I think they were uh, potentially overreacting. But we did go, like, yesterday it was like 60-something. Yeah, winter turned on. And then today I woke up, it was like 11 degrees outside. I hope it turns back off soon. Me too. Well, at worst, we'll have to live through a few days, and I'm hoping we uh, don't die of starvation or have something That'd nefarious be nice. happen. That'd be nice. All right, where to start today? We're going to watch a bit of To Catch a Predator, just because why not? Hell yeah. But the reason why I thought of To Catch a Predator is there's currently... You ever heard of uh, Mama Max... I feel like I know the name. He's a he's a YouTuber. He's kind of of the the pedophile hunting genre, like right. sort of. But uh, well, here let me. I think everyone should hear him talk, just because I think this is very important. <laughs> Not really, but this is a. Uh... Come on, YouTube. Oh no! As a society, often choose to ignore <laughs> the gravity of his actions. Hell yeah, dude! The suffering. Of his victims. So he talks like that the entire time, which has nothing to do with well, that's anything. a sick bit. I just think it's it's very funny to be like a pedophile hunter on YouTube. Like, we will destroy everyone. I mean, look, I guess when you're going to do like cool shit, you got to have the voice to match. Well, this is kind of my uh, issue in general with pedophile hunters is... Uh, there's a reason vigilante justice is not looked on particularly favorably. Yeah. It's because it's prone to mistakes. And it's also, in his case, like, he may say his job is pedophile hunting, but his real job is getting views on YouTube. That's yeah, no. how he pays the bills. He's a content creator. And I, I think it should Who be... Who happens to catch pedophiles. Right. It should be abundantly clear to everyone that it's not a good idea. We do not want the police force focusing on clicks. Yeah. Like if they got to arrest people in a or, way that gets the most views. Or... or <laughs> Maybe they would actually do their fucking jobs. Oddly enough, it might be like a self-sustaining model, which the police force has to put up videos and then they get views. Those interrogation videos put up numbers. I'm yeah. telling you, actually, wait, I might have just changed my own mind here. Yeah, look, I'm, I think this could be a good thing for the police. But anyway, so he, he put out some video. I think it's this video, in fact. Stop giving out speeding tickets. <laughs> Go hunt pedophiles, dude. Should stir us to our Go core. I mean, I guess if you're going to try and be Batman, you gotta have a voice so it, it, he uh he put out this video he's accusing someone of like leading a vampire cult and he's That's also a cool. grooming pedophiles so it didn't really make he's a grooming sense. people to be pedophiles or just to fuck them uh i think he's trying to fuck them maybe okay it, it's very unclear but uh, that's kind of the issue is he's accusing this guy of all this horrific shit. And then it just turns out he has like no good evidence, really. All right. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So he's done some other shit. He's also, uh, you know, doxed the dude's family members, even though they have nothing to do with it. Well, we don't know that. So that's that's how this whole thing got brought up. And since it's this whole deal, now people are going back and looking at his previous works and maybe realizing perhaps this guy wasn't doing the best job. Ah, he might have been fudging the numbers the entire time. Uh, I also... You know, I do kind of, and we'll see it in the uh, To Catch a Predator clip, I have an issue trusting the people like perverted justice. The dudes who are, when you're sexting with a grown man, but you're pretending to be a child. Yeah, eventually you're going to develop a fetish. Well, that's, it's really fucking weird. Yeah. <laughs> like, I understand you might be doing something Po theoretically positive. Oh, but ew, gross, dude. He told me he wants to fuck my ass. Yeah, look at this pervert. I'm going to tell Anyways, him this pussy I'm, is so wet. Yeah, exactly. Oh, this pussy's so wet for you. It's it's basically a way to be a pervert, but be in the good graces of society. Oh, this dude's a freak. Oh, yeah, that feels good. Do it to me. You, you know what? It's literally the South Park episode where the undercover cop is like sucking everyone's dick and getting fucked in the ass. That's really what it is. It makes me... Something, something right. I, yeah. everyone think about it. Like, I think we all agree, obviously, catching pedophiles is good. But think about if you had to sit down in like six hours a day, you pretended to be a 12-year-old girl sexting grown men. Yeah. That's not, normal people would not do that. I, yeah, I mean, I guess that's why most of those people aren't in it long. Yes, it's uh, it's a journeyman's career. I, I would think... I kind of imagine most of those people to be like a uh, Dexter scenario 
where they're working on the side of the good guy, but then in their garage, they have their, their yeah. pedophile kill room. They are offenders. They just catch more than they kill. So we'll see what... Uh, he He also had called out critical for, like, no reason. He, he's been doing a bunch of stupid... Uh, yeah, look, yeah, I get the clicks. Oh, wait, he put up an apology. In these moments of introspection, your constructive criticisms are not only noted, but deeply appreciated. Eh, shut the fuck up. I don't care about that. Let's watch Catch a Predator. I would have doubled down. It's um, it's a weird... No, he's guilty. He's a pedophile. I had nothing wrong. It's a weird position to be in, to be on, like... Because he's kind of on the woke side of YouTube. That's unfortunate. But, yeah, obviously what he's doing requires some... Just come out as gay or some shit. That is the move. Yeah. Or I guess the real move is actually making sure the guy you're accusing of being a pedophile is actually a pedophile. Eh. That's probably the number one thing you should do is... I'd just go for cover and keep slinging. This, uh, so anyways, I, I've been watching some videos about that and reading that earlier, which led me to think about To Catch a Predator, as I'm wont to do. And this is, uh, this is the rabbi who gets caught. I nice. figured we watched, you know, this is only like nine minutes or whatever. But I'm going to help you. You've seen only he had a tunnel to escape. What's going on? That's, that's why the Jews are building tunnels. They're all, they're, Wait, I just came to Juana that what she was doing online was dangerous. They're, they're pedophile escape hatches. I actually, I, I don't remember what this guy's excuse ends up being, but you're right, the, most of them, that's what a terrible excuse. I like that they all still use that. That they were just coming to protect them. Yeah, or they thought they were going to get in trouble or something because they were, you know, giving out their address to strangers online. The the crazy part to me is no one ever seems to actually think through what to say if they do get caught. Because quite a few times throughout the the history of a catch a predator, someone gets busted. You know, Chris Hansen walks in. The guy's like, I knew it. Yeah. I knew this was too good to be true. I don't think they actually have an escape plan. I think they're kind of like school shooters where they're just, they're holding out hope. It just goes well. Yeah. They're <laughs> so into the fantasy. They're like, ah, no, this has to be the time. That is the issue with being horny is it will yeah. override many. Uh, it's like, no, this is, this is the one. I, Plan B? No, I'm going to go get condoms. <laughs> that's, uh, it, well, that's always the thing, too, isn't it? Is they're like, well, I was just here to protect her. It's like, you were here to protect her, and you brought alcohol and condoms. I'm like, uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. No, well, I just happen to have those. <laughs> those those are protective Oh, zebras. did I bring those with me? Oh, ooh, silly me. All right, let's, uh... After children over the internet. And you sent pornographic pictures. Yeah, but this see, time how do you like this dick? <laughs> that is the issue. I don't know if most of them just don't expect him to have the chat log, because without the chat log, maybe you've got a chance. That's true. I feel like it's the direct quotes in real time that really fluster but everybody. Yes, I don't think... Uh, it, it's very hard to spin telling a 12-year-old you're going to have sex with him into, like... I was trying to protect them. Yeah, <laughs> I was yeah. trying to protect them from me doing that. Yeah, when you pull out a picture of his dick and you're like, "Is this your dick?" and he's like, "Ah." I don't know mm. if they'll show it, but this this is actually the episode where one of the guys shows up and just got naked in the kitchen. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, super horny. You've never seen. Okay, we'll take you behind the scenes. Okay, hold on. This this is precisely we'll what I was talking about. You've never seen. Okay. We'll take you That's the perverted justice guy. <laughs> yeah, no, I would love it if you put your dick in my ass. Now, <laughs> I think outside of this context, if anyone were to see that guy doing this, it it, yeah, it, if you just saw this, we'd be like, is this the predator or <laughs> the man trying to stop him? Yes. Well, you know, they do say sometimes that uh, cops are just like criminals with a badge. And maybe yeah. that's what this is. He's just a pedophile with a purpose. I guess. Yeah. That'd be a better name instead of preferred to justice. It's pedophilia Pedophile. with a purpose. Yeah. <laughs> you know, behind the scenes we of rape, our state. <laughs> so, let me get this straight. So they're talking about a meeting? Oh, man, it's got the old the AI, uh, AI AIM chat. That AIM chat led many a man to jail. Wait, did that? I think he just said it. So he showed up because the house is for sale. Do you do this sort of thing all the time? No. There are excuses. The house is for sale. Hell yeah, dude. Nice. <laughs> what a weak fucking excuse. That's not bad if you led with it off top. Well, but then, I mean, once ha the chat logs really are the damning part. Yes, but the follow-up question at that is like, well, did you think this 12-year-old was a realtor? Yeah, <laughs> like, that's... Do you, do you think that... The, that is the problem. <laughs> if, even if you come up with a good out, yeah, it doesn't really matter. I also... I think this is late enough in the To Catch a Predator uh, body of work that they actually did team up with the police 
but the first the first few episodes yeah they, if you ran away you were smart a lot of those guys didn't get ar- in fact none of those guys were arrested they yeah. were just allowed to leave and then the other thing they they kind of don't want people knowing is a lot of these dudes ended up getting off in the long run like you can yeah. watch uh, a lot of the the police interrogations of these dudes are on uh, on YouTube, you can watch yeah. it. But I have no idea why it's not a death sentence. You can't undo a pedophile. No, it's the you, brain is is you know broken. Just put them out of their misery. It would be nice if we could just you know not try and I, well, there's no way to rehabilitate it. There's, That's what there's I'm saying. no way. There's to, nothing you can do. Just just put them down. Because if the the angle, the the maps guys, the the minor attracted people, the ones who use that instead of pedophile, the angle they're trying to approach it with is we were born this way. But if that's the case, yeah, you're broken. Good. We need to shoot you in the head. Exactly. That's yeah. you know that, that the, if the way they're portraying it is real, yeah. that would be like gay I, conversion therapy. I agree. We you are broken. Yeah. We we got to put them down or ship them to Australia. I'm getting back on the idea that we, we should just send all the criminals there. Well, it's so fucking big. The ninety five percent of the land mass is not true. If you told me I could get like life in prison, or they're like, or we'll drop you off on the shores of Australia, and you can make something of yourself, I'd be like, eh, shoot well, me in the head. Plus, in the long run, we'd end up with like warring factions. We could have the pedophiles over here and yeah. different uh, unforgivable criminals elsewhere. Yeah, be- I look. I don't mind sending them all to Australia. Let them deal with it. And we'll show you some moments oh, that shot. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, you! Yeah, that, he really went for a shot, though. Imagine if a fourteen-year-old had walked out. Also, how cool would he have been? <laughs> I know that's that's the craziest. The uh, God guys are stupid. Yeah. The idea that you would show up to a eighth grader's house and they would be so incurably horny for yeah. you that even the sight of you naked the guy's would, not Im- exactly in good shape would immediately turn them on they wouldn't be able to stop themselves yeah. they have to ravage your very saggy and ugly body yeah god these guys have the the most ridiculous imagination and surprised even us could you explain yourself? Oh, he's got fetal alcohol face. Yeah, too. he does. No, it's just this, shrinkage. Yeah. <laughs> he's got a draw. It's cold in here. That guy should have said he was there to buy the house. <laughs> oh, I'm a nudist. Oh, this is my house. Uh, you're going to tell me to wear clothes in my own house? <laughs> we rent a house. Predator Raw sounds like a series of porn. It sure does. I I think this was in San Diego, I want to say. I think With this hidden cameras and microphones. Volunteers from the uh, online watchdog. Locked, group locked in. Yeah, decoy. What's the chats? Uh, oh, no. Going no. to chat rooms with a profile. I want to put your penis in my mouth. <laughs> and they sit and wait. And then next Maybe scene- the way around it is all the guys who do the chatting, they got to wear a tumescence monitor. Like, we got to be... If you start getting too much of a chub going on, we got to pull you, you off the pull front you off, line. Yeah, let you cool yeah. down. <laughs> the, you, you, son, Johnson, you've been, Johnson. You've got shell shock. Yeah. We got, we got shell cock. Yeah. <laughs> we got to pull you out of here. You know, Johnson, you're getting too hard. Out. we got to take you out of the field. No, 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 chief, I could do it. I got to stop about going back to the raw tapes is we can look at things... He had a great run. Of how these guys it, 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 Jordan-esque. This, this was TV for the internet before TV was on the internet. It's hard to explain for people who weren't there to witness it. This yeah. really was like a cultural moment. Kids will never understand. Because it took a show, uh, what was it? It was Dateline 2020, yeah. which used to be like a serious news show. Yeah. And then he came out of nowhere. This was off the top rope with the elbow. Yeah. He just fucking took that shit over. So A moment of pure inspiration. Yeah, it went from like 60 minutes to basically being Jerry Springer. Well, because in your head, you're like, all right. Let's go catch pedophiles. How funny and interesting can that be? Yeah. Apparently, completely and wildly. Yes, very, very fascinating. Yeah. Why does a 56-year-old man on his lunch hour walk into a house? God, he even walks like a pedophile. What, what, there, how do you get there? There is something to be said for people like fulfilling their destiny based off of looks. Everyone's just, they got a certain aura about I them. think physiognomy is actually pretty real. It could be. Judge more books by the cover, everyone. <laughs> At the very least, if you get a very strong reaction to uh, the cover, yeah. take it into consideration. The cover's important. Yes, it doesn't mean that you're necessarily right, but it's it's kind of okay to go based on your first opinion in certain yeah. cases. 
Initially, we looked at it, okay, we'll take some of this from this guy, some of this from that guy. We Man. only have an hour. Bummer. This is an Just having to stand there with your dick out and talk to Chris <laughs> Hansen on TV. And while you know you're assuredly about to go to jail. That literally is a nightmare scenario. Like, you're naked in front of the entirety of the United oh, States. Oh, dude, it's the worst. Trying to explain why you're actually not a pedophile. To dig a little deeper, to look a little closer, and to understand who these guys are. Fairfax County, Virginia was significant. It was our oh, second investigation. God, we had a better California. house, arguably a better location. I was more comfortable. More pedophiles. <laughs> but, you know, at least my heart wasn't in my throat the whole time. I could, I could <laughs> breathe just hours into the investigation. The first visitor came bounding in. like The fact that the they place. just start flooding in is so funny. They show up and immediately... Within hours, there are pedophiles at the door. Well, there there were some cases where they were like they were almost double booking them. Yeah. Like, there were too many showing up, and they had to start staggering it to not have them. Like there's there's one where they're literally walking some guy out the side in handcuffs while another guy is walking in. Photos <laughs> of him. There's also the guy who got caught twice, which is my favorite dude of all time. Yeah, that guy does does rule. Himself performing oral sex on another man to somebody he thought was thirteen. And like so many of the other men who ultimately visited us in Fairfax County, Virginia, this guy was a prominent member of society. That's how they get away with it. Yeah, dude, power. Jerry Sandusky and such. Gosh, tucked in shirt. It's all, it's all bad. I'm here to molest you. Hey, hold on a second. I got to change my shirt. Yeah. Oh, it was a dude too. I don't oh. know why I'm acting like that. Like, you gay? Ew. <laughs> oh, like, oh, that no. makes it worse. Wow, this guy's a monster. No, I, I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't mean it like that. It's just I, I had remembered him doing it with a little girl. But I, guess I feel like most of them are probably gay. Yeah, it does seem to be a, a popular flavor. Yeah. Okay. Look, sometimes those wires <laughs> get crossed from trauma. Spilled Diet Coke on me. <laughs> see, that should have been a tell right there. What 14-year-old drinks Diet Coke? We'll see. Uh, the level uh, of comfort we see. Just the, the pedophile laugh. Everything about this man is terrible. He's got his hands in his pockets, too. He's probably fucking shoving himself up. Oh, he was probably bricked up walking in. Before Damn, what a what a culture, like a whiplash moment for that guy to go yeah. from. You think you're seconds away from finally having sex with a child. And then fucking Chris Hansen walks out. That's the That's the beauty of the show. They're, they all experience that complete 180. It really, you're about to ascend to the mountaintop, and yeah. then you fucking... You, you just you, fall off. The the grip breaks off, and you fall all the way down. Yeah, terrifying. Says to me, they're either very comfortable taking part in this activity, or they've done it before. Dude, they're or psyched so is what they are. Online with someone they think is a Dude. team. I think most of these guys are probably also drunk or intoxicated in some way. I don't think... I have to assume you're not usually bold enough to do this just stone cold sober. Uh, tons of guys will... Yeah. If you do this sober, you probably are indeed reoffending. Oh, yeah. This... this God, I hope they're on drugs. Yeah. I hope they're doing drugs. <laughs> the sober ones are the ones I have a bigger problem with. But enough guys will, yeah, you know, have a drink Papa Benzo before going on a date to, to relax. I would think the stakes being so much higher and this, someone's bound to yeah. chug a 40 or something. That they don't believe there's any danger at all. Now, earlier in the chat, he had talked about going out to dinner with his girlfriend and then perhaps coming over to meet the boy. After that, that and just as he finishes that pop, little side ha, piece, he turns all right. around, and I walk into the room, and you see this physical. Yeah, dude, you're not 14, and he knows that his life. Is <laughs> you look a lot older than I. <laughs> this yeah. guy's reaction is the reason I picked this video, though, because he does, he does not handle it well. <laughs> I think what he does physically is probably what most people are experiencing internally when he shows up, but he really, it's a perfect glimpse into what actually. So how can I help you? Go oh, ahead, no. And he's got his phone on his belt. I suggest you sit down and take your hands out of your pockets, please. Oh, no. Bummer, dude. What are you doing here? Not something good. 
<laughs> not something good. Oh, God, the other, the, everyone never admit anything. Yeah, literally just lie. You're already incriminated <laughs> enough. It's not, I don't want to be giving advice to pedophiles, but when you're, when you're caught in a situation like this, there is, everything you say can and will yeah. be used against He's you. He's not the police. Don't talk to him. Well, if you, if you notice that too, a few seconds ago, he said, I suggest you sit down and yeah. imagining he's doing that to uh, try and prevent a, a false imprisonment charge. Yeah. Where if he's like, you know, you need to have a seat. That's it's a different situation. He's not the police. Your plan was. I don't want to be. This isn't good. <laughs> oh, no. not good. <laughs> Boy, is That's it kind not of an understatement? I want to know a little bit more about why you were here first. Be funnier if you did the Breaking Bad and went to say my name. Yeah. <laughs> now, I don't want to lie to him. But I don't want to let him know I'm Chris Hansen with Dateline NBC just yet. Well, I'm happy to tell you who I am. But I also want to go over some of this chat log with you. Ah, oh, guy. Oh, no. It appears from this that you were setting up a meeting with a 13-year-old boy. Ah, oh, boy. Uh, especially as a rabbi. <coughs> as a, you know, oh, I'm, bar dys <laughs> I'm dyslexic. I thought it was 31. <laughs> Okay, you're silly only... me. I'm gonna just head out. There, there was a guy who tried that once, where he's like, "Oh, I thought she was 23." He's like, "No, she clearly says she's 11." Like, how did you even mix those numbers up? Oh, but... I'm retarded. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry. Uh, again, there actually was a guy who was. There was one guy who got away with it because he was like legitimately Down syndrome. Nice. And they're like, well, you know, I guess we got we got let catch and release. <laughs> he might not know what twelve actually is. Yeah, so. we can we can throw this one back. He's yeah. not ready like 13. yet. <laughs> yep, thirteen. For a thirteen-year-old, you handle yourself pretty well. Nah. Yes, you are very cute, and when oh. boys are that cute, they usually look like their moms. Ah, oh, boy. Oh. Ooh. So you pretty much thought you were coming here to meet a 13-year-old boy Spitting named Conrad. Spitting game to a 13-year-old boy. Conrad. Do you have anything to say for yourself? I like sucking and being sucked. Ooh. <laughs> oh. Ooh. Uh, I should clip all these Chris Hansen things to put on the soundboard. That's, that wouldn't be bad. I like sucking and being sucked. It's very good. <laughs> I like to kiss. <laughs> and now I'm getting ready to ask him what he does for a living. I already know, but I want to hear it from him. Oh, I molest Ooh. children. <laughs> well, no, that's his hobby. A rabbi. Boy. Now, presumably, you families <laughs> and children in your position as a rabbi. Oh, God. Children. They always have access to kids in their job. Well, I don't shit where I sleep, Chris. <laughs> what are you doing as a I fuck a the goy, not them. A not a monster. <laughs> He should have just gone full Talmudic and be like, mm -hmm. no, if it's a goy, it doesn't count. <laughs> they're not people. Yeah, they're animals. Further make you angry. I'm not angry. You're coming across in a very... Well, you know, pedophiles make people <laughs> angry a little bit. <laughs> I know the, the temerity of him to yeah. be like... You seem pretty judgmental right now. Can you not be so judgy right now? Okay. Let's use, use your indoor voice. Let's let's all acknowledge this is a hard time for me <laughs> personally. I've asked you for identification as to who you are. You have yet to show it to me. Right now, all that's happened is that I'm sitting in a house. And you Ooh. sent and you sent pornographic pictures. You see, that would be the case, the except for the chat log. Oh, through the mail? What? How long were they conning this poor fellow? Yeah, wait, I've, that, is that, has that he ever ha been a thing? He has to mean email or something. I'm going to assume so. You, No one could possibly be horny enough to print out pictures, put it in an envelope, go to the post office. Yeah, shipping your nudes is insane. Plus, how often, like, if you looked at nudes sent, because if you send it through the mail, it's not going to get there. Like, you may be horny Monday, but it's not showing up till Thursday. Yeah, this is five to seven <laughs> business days. Yeah, you're not going to be horny that whole time. Okay, that's a federal offense right there. Look, you know I'm in trouble, and <laughs> I know I'm in trouble. I am not interested in getting any further. You see, you say that, but you don't shut up. Something. It'd be great if Chris was just like... You gotta suck my dick. <laughs> you gotta. Look, I'm here to offer you yeah. one way out. We're just gonna make a deal. Starts unbuckling his belt. Now you say you like to suck and be sucked. Prove so, it. Prove it. 
this guy actually he actually held his composure much longer than I thought, unless I've got the wrong guy here, but uh You've never done this before. Oh, of course, they all say it. You know, because I hear that a lot. You see that <laughs> And that pretty much seals the deal. He wants to know right then and there who I am. And so I tell him. Mm. I don't understand why I can't pass I'm more than happy to tell you who I am. I am Chris Hansen with Dateline NBC, and we're doing a story on computer predators. Oh, the camera nah, walks here it out. Is. <laughs> don't, don't, you don't want, you don't want to touch anybody. Oh, you no, he's panicking. It was really one of the only... It really is. It's like a deer in the headlights. Yeah, no, this is pure... The adrenaline rush he's getting right now must be off the charts. It's also interesting to me that like, it, prior to the camera showing up, he had already been caught being a pedophile. You would think that would be bad enough, but it really... He, he really only the cam. Well, the camera's... Will elicit an emotional response. For for some reason, I guess the public shaming is greater than the idea of just being a pedophile. I think it being on camera really, you know, ups the stakes. Because not only are you guilty, you're going to be infamous. This is also when Dateline NBC meant something. Like people, yeah, watch there were TV. millions and millions of people watching this shit. Times, the only time really, where somebody actually physically lunged at me. Now looking back, I really don't think I was in much danger. <laughs> but you can see I could, how I could have taken him. I mean, he's a, he's a seventy-year-old Jewish guy, yeah. Chris. Let's. let's I don't think pedophiles can usually throw right. hands. Stepped in, took care of it, and defused the situation. You've got to stop this. Sit down. You've got to stop <laughs> this. <laughs> what? I I mean, I guess you you just got to try to try at that point. Well, but... there's also there's something just so cathartic about pedophiles begging you to stop. Yeah, it is nice. You're free to, you're well, free it's to just the irony. Be like, oh, did your did your victims ask you to stop? Uh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I'm sure they would have happy if you stopped doing what you were doing to them for months. Oh and God! Wow, they really trolled like this motherfucker that long. He blamed. And we offered him the chance to do an interview. Uh, you know what? If he, you do this for months, I do feel like you're kind of really working someone. Well, no, they're saying he. Oh, he reached out to that. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Then he was just an easy target. That also means he didn't go to jail, which is Jesus Christ. Well, <laughs> he seemed like a repeat offender. I think I I can't remember why it is that a lot of these guys couldn't be arrested. It depends state to state, but I do think there's an element of entrapment here. Where I mean, I feel like a good lawyer could probably argue that. It's also I think the biggest thing is the reality of the situation is he was not talking to an underage child. He was yeah. talking to a grown man. They were role playing. Exactly. So it's not illegal to pretend to be someone you're not. Is it disgusting? Certainly. But I guess maybe that would be the ultimate excuse to drop. It's be like, no, I thought that was role play. Yeah, I thought that was a 40-year-old man yeah. acting like a 13-year-old boy. Now, none of these guys is smart enough to come up with that because that might be the only defense where they'd have to be like, oh, well, Why'd you send Dick? Because then everything else is just like, it's weird. Yeah. But you're like, no, I, I knew the person on the other end was over uh, 18. This is what I was talking about. What they got a, someone needed to game plan this before yeah. they got there. They don't think. They should have consulted the can't be worse agency. And especially because as the show got more and more popular, it had to be in the mind of all the people trying to fuck kids that there is a possibility that this could be Chris Anthony. Yeah. I mean, that is the other cultural zeitgeist of this. Is it? It was so popular every. Every predator knew what they were actually risking, and that's yeah. being on TV. Uh, do you, how many people do you think were exposed to the idea of being a predator to children in that way? Probably millions. Like, you think this may have switched some people on. Probably. There probably were a it. lot of people who were like, no, nah, I could get away with this. Yeah, well, like, I never would have thought of trying to saw this children. Is <laughs> challenge accepted, Chris. Challenge <laughs> accepted. Yes, but only if we didn't show the video from Now, the what also concerns didn't. me is these dudes being repeat offenders makes me think that there were actually quite a lot of teens who were just soliciting dudes on the internet. Uh, yeah, I don't... Because I, I don't see any of these guys really have enough game to just pull a 15-year-old in the wild. It's a weird situation where I, where are all these these slutty teens? I I think a lot of them probably get money out of it because there's the famous uh, New York Times story Kurt Eichenwald did, where he was uh, he was dealing. It was like a 16 year old dude who was doing cam show type shit online. He was making a ton of money. Right. So I think there may be possible financial benefits to the kids, but. Yeah, but where are all these teens that will fuck for money? On on chat rooms, dude. Oh, do I have to go on Omegle or whatever the fuck it is? Well, I think it's shut down, but yeah, we got to Well, there's a new one. It's like, oh, me or some shit. We got to get in Yahoo chat rooms. 
and show his face or identify what he did for a living. And obviously, those were conditions we could not meet. In this investigation, unlike the more recent ones, we did not have police doing a parallel investigation. Ah, there you go. These guys walked okay. away. We did, however, interview the Fairfax County, Virginia police afterwards, and perverted justice supplied police. It's so funny that you can hand with, all the evidence to the cops, and they're like, yeah, we can't. Yeah, we can't do anything about it. Like, yeah. I have chat logs, <laughs> dude. Like, they're timed out. Like, Nothing I can do? Well, what are you going to do? Yeah, we'll get him another day. What do I look like, the police? Or yeah. am I supposed to be policing people's yeah. behavior? Maybe next time. The chat logs. So ultimately, a lot of these guys were prosecuted. I think, okay, that's it. What was coming up? Just out this of curiosity. This be the point in the interview where things... <laughs> the porn base in the background. Come on, Chris. <laughs> what are you doing? Okay. See, that's what I assume most of them probably want to do is just drop to the floor and cry. At some point, we're going to have to watch full episodes, maybe on the Patreon. We yeah. should watch them. Uh, I full. mean, look, To Catch a Predator literally never gets old. The replayability is off the charts. The uh, the only reason they had to stop the show is eventually, let me see if I could find that story. There was like a, a kind of a high society dude uh, who got busted and ended up in a police standoff uh, where he killed himself. <laughs> Why, why are we mad that pedophiles killed themselves? I think... Who it, cares? I think it's more an issue of NBC didn't want to be responsible for That's true. Potential. The insurance the insurance probably did get rather Let's see expensive. if this is Bill Conrad, a local assistant district attorney in, oh, Dallas-Fort Worth. Oh, hey. <laughs> a local boy. What a coinkydink. <laughs> uh... He killed himself on November 5th, 2006, when Texas police served him with a search and arrest warrant stemming from a Dateline NBC preferred to justice online sting of men soliciting sex with children. Uh, they conducted their string attaching men to a bait house in Murphy, Texas. Conrad was one of the men who solicited the, the PJ project uh, or whatever, perverted justice volunteer masquerading as a minor. But he did not travel to Murphy. Instead, a group of police, Dateline, and PJ personnel executed uh, inaccurate arrest and search warrants in Conrad's home. After SWAT breached the house, Conrad shot himself. <laughs> nice, dude. <laughs> the suicide was another point of contention over to catch Predator's three-party relationship with law enforcement, civilian volunteers, and the news media. Police were criticized for improper execution of their duties in the service of ratings. <laughs> nice. NBC was criticized for leading police operations at the expense of their safety and justice. Ultimately, there continue to be unresolved conflicting claims from both the people involved in the sting and the investigative journalists who have uh, researched and reported on it. Ooh, a $105 million wrongful death lawsuit brought by Conrad's sister was settled out of court. Okay, so that's why it stopped. Oh, they had to pay someone off. Damn, I feel like it's... Why are we paying off the family of... He was a pedophile. That's what I was... What, what kind of fucking justice is that? Wrongful death? I mean, I think he got off easy. His, his sister became wealthy because he was a pedophile. That yeah. doesn't seem right. That seems unjust, if I might say. It's almost like they perverted justice. Yeah, there it is. Hey. Uh, <laughs> oh, wait, we could have done the Mama Max voice. Where's the, like, deep voice? Uh, Don't we have one of those somewhere? Or maybe it's only on your microphone. Where, uh, let's, let's see what, or maybe, well, I'll just hit one. Let's see what happens. Uh, there, there it is. is. <laughs> Hell yeah. And you're going to catch some pedophiles. I'm going to go catch some motherfucking pedophiles. Man for justice. Man for justice. <laughs> I actually like ours better. I'm going to go catch these fucking yeah. kid fuckers. That's such a story. <laughs> All right. Uh, this guy, you ever heard of Kalindi I.E.? I don't think so. Okay. He's, uh, he, He's a wild dude. Nice. This is he's of the Terrence McKenna kind of ilk, but but he's black. Well, he's also he's more extreme. Uh, Terrence McKenna, for those who don't know, was the the sort of a psycho not dude who would talk about all the hallucinogenic substances. And his sort of uh, biggest claim to fame outside of DMT was he would talk about taking heroic doses of mushrooms, which was nice. uh, five grams. You got to do it in a dark room and be all alone. And that's how you're going to, uh, you know, conquer your inner demons. This guy, Kalindi IE, his thing is between 20 to 50 grams of mushroom. Holy shit. Yeah. Dude. All right. That's a lot. So uh, I think that's almost enough to poison you. <laughs> yes, it is. I think the way he does it is he does 
well, he's dead now, RIP, but uh, he does like six grams and then like an hour later, lead another 10 and then like an hour later. So that's a long trip, but he, he thinks of all kinds of crazy things. He, he basically, uh, <laughs> I don't even know how to, to explain this. He, he thinks certain objects in the physical reality are essentially like memory cards that's for pretty the cool. collective conscious. I, I guess maybe that's the way to put it. So he thinks mushrooms tap you into the Akashic records. So you could access to all of humanity's uh, like knowledge from when they were on mushrooms. In the, okay. And uh, mushrooms have the, the largest record to tap into because all the other psychedelics didn't come about until we made advancements in technology. Like DMT, uh, you know, you had to fucking have fire in a pot before you could do that. Right. You had to mix it with other stuff. Right. Acid obviously didn't come around till 1930. So his thing is like, sure, with ayahuasca and LSD, you can get into these states, but you only have the records from when they were invented till present, whereas mushrooms have existed since forever. He also right, believes right, that right. they're extraterrestrial. That's pretty cool. But yeah, he thinks stuff like, uh, you know, mandalas or uh, carpets, like the, the magic carpets in Peru or India, wherever the fuck they're from. Right. He thinks those are 2D representations of physical places within, like, the, the psychedelic realm. Hell yeah, dude. Because they, they used to use Syrian rue as a dye to make the carpets red, and that's also a monoamine oxidase inhibitor, so he thinks it's all fucking connected. Sweet. I don't know how much of it is true, but... It's a cool theory. I mean, it's original at least. Let's, uh, this is only a three-minute video. Let's, let's listen to the man. A mushroom is an organic technology. It is a created no, algorithm. It is a memory source. The firm believes that mushrooms are extraterrestrial. They are hyperdimensional, extradimensional. <laughs> they come through from different dimensions into interstellar space and have embedded themselves in and on the Earth. These things are not of this Earth. I'm not sure if that's true, but I, I can see how if you ate 40 grams of mushrooms yeah. you might start feeling yeah way. i was gonna say if i ate enough mushrooms i could come to this conclusion i'm also very i'm, I'm kind of against what he's he's saying with regards to taking that <sighs> i don't think there's that many people that could take that and not like break mentally well that's the th you legitimately i don't think you have to get anywhere close to that dose that's to an get, insane amount of mushrooms to get the benefits like I, like i'd even wonder if the intensity scales that much after a certain point uh i mean they they do say at that level it's it's almost like dmt where you're just like not you don't exist in the physical i don't know how you'd be able to move you'd basically be catatonic but i think i think in the same way that like someone doesn't have to shoot you for you to understand what pain is like you're you're familiar with the concept yeah. of pain if you stub your toe i think you don't you don't have to almost kill yourself with mushrooms to get the the benefits of the mushroom i feel like you would be, it would be difficult to take anything away from something that just intense. That is, yeah, I didn't even think about that. That's like almost, that, that's like memory wiping levels. Yeah, I feel like you might just black out. I don't think I ever did more than like four or five. I, five was where I topped out, and that was wild enough <laughs> as it was. Earth. They're included in the Earth as a mnemonic device, a device of memory. Helena Petrova-Levatsky called it the Akashic Records, the DMT compendium of knowledge that is in a blockchain, just like Bitcoin. Bitcoin is the <laughs> hyperdimensional psychedelic currency. What? It's Hell a yeah, dude. Currency. That's pretty cool. What an interesting way to get into Bitcoin. I forgot oh, about Oh, I'm not trying to end the Fed. I think it's a hyperdimensional spirit. <laughs> Appear. You don't have to ask permission. The blockchain is a way of preserving information. Your DNA is a blockchain. So Word, the information yeah. is still here. Word up. This is the other problem with taking 40 grams of mushrooms. You come to some pretty weird conclusions. You might have really good ideas, but there is also a very good chance that you're going to uh, end up in a kookier space. Yeah, you're going to say some stupid shit. Nothing's ever lost. Uh, Dr. Flight Drake put together equations on how many, according to the number of different planets and things there are in the Milky Way, how many civilizations, extraterrestrial civilizations, should be in the Milky Way. And there are actually billions and billions of civilizations that should be there. But then we have the Fermi paradox. Enrico Fermi said that, okay, if all of these galaxies and solar systems are supposed to have these different civilizations in it. Why don't we see them? These civilizations are everywhere. Ways that we access <laughs> these well, are through the... Yeah, I guess, well, again, that's a 40 grams of mushroom thought. Where They're everywhere. 
Well, I think what he gets into is kind of uh, the idea that the those extra dimensions exist in a minuscule scale. So, like, within the contents of one atom is another civilization that you can tap into by Damn. way of mushrooms. <laughs> That's a lot of civilizations, yeah, dude. Tryptamine hallucinogens, mushrooms at high dose are the quintessential hallucinogen of this earth. There's nothing like it at high dose. It will also do what all of the other hallucinogens will do at certain doses. It will take you to the realm of the ancestors. Yeah. It will take you into the infoparticle realm. Much, it sure will. The very, very <laughs> small so that you can in real time be able to experience these things. One of the talks yesterday talked about quantum mechanics and the mathematics <laughs> of the quarks and gluons but these are places that you go to if you damn get you're right going to the quarks and gluons i uh <laughs> i do i do love it when people who are basically just drug addicts come up with these reasons yeah stuff. i don't think he knows what most of those words really mean well it's just uh, there are look there are certain drugs that are that are healing like i do believe psychedelics do have that possibility yeah sure eat an eighth yes but i don't think you necessarily need to take it to this level because they're like certain uh certain drugs if you're having a fucking terrible day and you go home and you drink or pop a benzo or take some vicodin or, or whatever you will be able to suppress those negative feelings and you'll probably be able to you know, eventually you're going to have to pay that piper. Yeah, eventually, the toll is coming. Yes, the biological uh, toll will will eventually get there. But if you're having a horrible day and you take mushrooms or, or acid, you're going to have a much worse day. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think it's going to brighten your mood. So I do think there is a possibility for these substances to be used to work through shit, but I don't... I don't necessarily know that it's interdimensional travel. It could feel that way. It definitely I mean, feels that way. <laughs> once again, at the amount he's eating, yeah, sure... And it, it, I guess the argument could be made that at a certain point, the the common retort to all this stuff is like, well, it's just chemicals in your brain making you think this. But it's like, well, literally everything is just chemicals yeah, in your brain. All things. Your brain is what makes shit real. So if you could take enough mushrooms to think you're doing all these things, I guess there is some argument to be made that. Well, if if I feel that I'm really doing it, to hey, some extent, I am really doing. You're kind of doing it. Yeah. I don't know what you get to take back with you, but Alex you're kind of doing provides it. a potential answer to the famous Fermi paradox. If intelligent life is so he commonplace in the universe, where are they? If intelligent creatures or machines can continue to scale down in their technologies, the, the answer in the to the Fermi question would become <laughs> well, inspirational track. Yeah, I, I know. They're, they're talking about eating a, a two ounces of mushrooms. They're acting like it's finding Christ, which... If you eat two ounces of mushrooms, yeah, you, you're gonna find somebody. Yeah, someone's gonna be there. Inside of <laughs> elementary particles, yeah. might be Freddy Krueger. Yeah, <laughs> we're talking about below Planck length, uh, which is ten to the negative thirty-five. That's where mathematics supposedly breaks down. They can't see any further. They say this is the smallest elementary particle. How you know being the smallest? He looks like he's dressed like a prison version of Chef Boy RD. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's got the the orange prison garb going on. Kind of got the doc, the, the MLK inflection. Particles yeah. keep going on and on and on and on and on forever, infinitely. Strings there is there, whatever, 11 dimensions. There are gajillions of dimensions. Ooh, they gajillions. Don't stop. That's this a lot. Going time. Now, when you're taking your mushroom, if you're not <laughs> doing this kind of stuff, you're not taking enough mushrooms. Well, I do agree with that. Hell yeah, take more mushrooms. <laughs> that is, this is, a, it's, it's got to be much more fun to be this kind of teacher than being a religious teacher. Because yeah. when, when you're like a pastor or someone, you can't be like, Fucking two drugs, dude. Yeah. Have you considered eating a barrel of mushrooms? But this guy, he thinks it's it's necessary yeah. to do that many mushrooms. It's the only way. This is on the way to the trip. <laughs> oh, he's a bit slow. No. No, I think that's it. Nice, dude. We gotta take more mushrooms, man. Kalindi IE, if anyone else is uh, interested, he's got plenty of talks on uh, YouTube and shit. God, that's so much mushroom to eat. I, uh. That's just a lot of food. Well, his thing, too, is he says when he's doing, like, the serious work, is he won't. He, he eats them raw. He won't, he won't put them on anything else. Dried? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dried. Yeah. Oh, that, ew, that's worse. Well, that was my initial thought when he was talking about 30 grams, I was like, that has to be fresh, right? That's like waterway mushrooms. But no, he very specifically says dried mushrooms. But uh, for those of you who have eaten mushrooms, you'll realize that they don't taste great, and that's a lot of them to eat. That's a lot of mushroom, dude. Eating an eighth 
is kind of unless he has like a weird flavor. Unless he has like a weird method where he blends it and puts it into like a bar of some sort. That's just a lot of food. No, when he's when he was doing it for fun, he would put it on like pizza or in a sandwich or something. But he says, you know, when it's time for healing, you just you eat him raw, raw dog it, dude. Oh god, that's. I mean, I eat him raw, but I'm taking like three and a half grams. My big move, which I discovered uh, probably too late into my mushroom journeys, is. You buy one of those uh, personal DiGiorno pizzas, and then yeah. you, you can microwave one of those, and then you put it on top, and it's like the perfect Those are good. Size. I just like breaking them up and basically chewing and swallowing them like pills. It's uh, it, They don't have any taste when you dry them out. They're they, just... They kind of taste like dirt and pistachios. Yeah, they kind of taste like straw. But... Uh, with that small amount, I think that's the right move. It's like taking a shot. Like a yeah. shot of vodka does not taste good, but it's a, it's, it's a, quick. Yeah, it's not it's not that big a deal to just go through it. Uh, which one of these amaranth things should I start on here? Uh, the video could, or the? Uh, yeah, I think there's there's three there's three tweets. Is there? Uh, oh, the other one's the Daily Mail one. Yeah, that one. We I okay. guess we can start with that one. This. Yeah, this I think is, she's gonna have the first billion dollar pussy. Jesus Christ. This is this is what she made this year. This is her OnlyFans statement? Yeah, this isn't even off Twitch or Kick. Okay, wait. This is from January 1st or I guess this is her total. of 2020 to January 3rd of 2024. So the last four years from subscriptions, $20.1 million. And an additional $10 million in tips. Yeah, $26 million in messages. Holy shit. So it was 46, 56. And with the, so it's about 57. Yeah, 57 million here. Yeah. Net 45 points. And this is million. none of her other business ventures. And she's got quite a few. God damn, dude. Look at these monthly amounts. Uh, October, she made 933,000. November, 812,000. December, 861,000. January, that was in nine days. In nine days, she made 127 grand. Yeah, I'm gonna be a whore, dude. Dude, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna be, well, I'm gonna become a huge slut. <laughs> and then, well, and so then she has her, she has like her, her series of fleshlights because she molded her pussy. Was uh, she? She was, sells her bath water. She was the one we talked about too, where she was doing uh, the beer, right? The yeah. the pussy pussy yeast beer, beer, which is disgusting. But she, dude, she's a business mogul. She owns more land in like Florida than Bill Gates. I'm very, I, I. I'm starting to think, do you remember when her husband was, like, allegedly beating her? Yeah, forcing her to do sex videos. I'm starting to think that may have been a ploy for clicks. I kind of do, too. Because that kind of disappeared, and I think she's back with him. She and, also is doing porn again. And like, I actually don't think she ever stopped. No, she never slowed up. Yeah, so, how, so how could someone be forcing you to yeah. do it, but then when they're not the one controlling you, you continue to just do it yeah. as frequently? Yeah, anyway. I'm a little more suspect of the story now. What is but so this is this how big she is, is they've knocked off her pussy. Wow. I wonder, damn, the Chinese really will steal anything. They're it's fucking like, you incredible. Know, we say, we, the Jews are the OG thieves, <laughs> but boy, are the Chinese making up ground. Wow, look at that. She'll do squats if she gets enough subs. Uh, I, and honestly, I blame yeah, men is- for making this woman rich. I rich beyond anyone's wildest dreams. Now, I think Belle Delphine, if she was this committed, could have made more money. But she was smart enough to get out. She, Amaranth is about that life. Belle Delphine was she. She was almost too early in some ways. Like the the OnlyFans stuff had not gone stratospheric yet. Yeah. I feel like Amaranth took the the spirit of Belle Delphine. Yeah, was she carried to, on her mantle. Yes, she she uh, continues the the grift. Not a grift. It's not a I grift can't at all. A yeah. Yeah. It's exactly what you pay for. Yeah, I she's a literal. Belle. I mean, she's a multifaceted porn star. Now I. I also am unclear on what it is that makes her much more popular than everyone else. Like, uh, she's got huge tits and plays video games. I guess, like she's attractive, obviously, but I don't think she's necessarily. I don't. I've. Uh, I'm not entirely familiar enough with her catalog to really know. I mean, I just horny dudes, bro. I guess we'll get a feel for it in this video. That's disgusting. She's the Jenna Jameson of our era. <laughs> I don't know what I would do if I went to a mall and I saw this. Well, if I just checked this out at a mall, what would happen? I can't, you can't go to a mall. Is it a blow-up doll or is it like a flashlight? I think it's a flashlight. I'm not entirely sure, but it's like one of her cashier, products. Be like, you look kind of like this girl. I'd be like, really? That's crazy. <laughs> Fucking music in the background. I can't. 
I can't tell what it is. What is it? Oh, I guess it'd be in Chinese anyways. Like I'm going to fucking be able to read Chinese. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well. I thought that was so funny, though, that they, they knocked off her pussy. Uh, I mean, I, I, I'm going to guess they didn't. Because, you know, for the fleshlights, they do like an actual mold. They get the person in there and yeah. then pour fucking the, the plastic in there. I'm going to guess they took a generic fleshlight and then just slapped her face on it. Probably, but I also wouldn't put it past the Chinese to have, like, hacked that company's yeah, computers yeah. and I, just stolen her pussy data. I feel I feel like if you go through that much trouble, although what am I talking about? They could have just bought it and then copied it. Yeah, I the guess Chinese scientist is trying to map out her pussy <laughs> so they can recreate it. <laughs> well, they got to take 40 grams of mushrooms. They could live in it. They could exist in the uh, pussy. For... Just tripping out, looking at Amaran's pussy mold. Well, that's how you fully understand something. You got to live in it in the DMT realm. That was, uh, I, I guess that's probably kind of when Terrence McKenna started going nuts is when he, he did that whole thing where he ate a fuckload of mushrooms. But uh, he and his brother were trying to go into the like mushroom and DMT realm and map it out. That's pretty cool. So they were trying to go there and remember everything, then come back down and, like, draw it out. The The goal was they were trying to bring something back from the DMT realm to this realm. Now, that didn't work out great, <laughs> as far as I'm aware. I mean, were, if you're ever in the DMT realm, it's hard to bring much back. I don't I don't know what you could grab and bring back, yeah. but I, th I think they were trying to bring back, like, a piece of language or something, but... Uh, they is, just came back with some doodles. And eventually a brain tumor. <laughs> yeah, well... <laughs> Look, I don't think you're supposed to do DMT that much. No, that uh, that is the other thing with all these people who, who say these substances are like a healing modality. You uh, is healing when you do it a few times. It yeah. is the same way Xanax. If you're having a panic attack, Xanax, great. Yeah. It'll relieve your panic attack. Yeah. Now, if you're taking Xanax all day, every day, things mm -hmm. are not going to be good. It's yeah. going to go bad at yeah. a certain it's point. It's supposed to be therapeutic, not recreational. Right. And part of therapy, the integration part of psychedelics is the most important part. You got to yeah. have the experience. And then percolate on it. But then you got to you gotta incorporate all that yeah. shit into your life. If you're just constantly getting high, you're not going to make any sort of significant progress. Yeah, that's why I think like the microdosing is bullshit. I'm very intrigued by it because I, I the only times I've ever done it yeah it doesn't really do anything I don't buy anyone's more productive off of a little psychedelics I think people just think it sounds exotic and cool yeah they're, they're not a productive drug yeah where it's like I'm gonna eat you know a, a tenth of a gram of mushrooms and yeah. then code or something but you're kind of just wasting the mushrooms it doesn't seem like the the greatest idea to me but no. what do i know maybe maybe i'm just completely i don't i don't like it what is the future of sex toys yeah dude. finally the future <laughs> uh an ejaculation trainer a new phone sex app for long distance intimacy and the first vibrator to use sound waves yeah we're getting cool with our sex toys wow, this year cinematics <laughs> Uh, from premature ejaculation to phone sex, companies at CES Las Vegas want uh, to treat problems in the bedroom with technology. Long-distance relationships can take their toll, and two companies pitching their high-tech sex toys let you hook up with a partner no matter uh, the distance between you. I've seen this, where it's like, yeah, it's remote-controlled sex toys, basically. Hell yeah, dude. Uh, men who have trouble lasting in the bedroom, a connected device will train you to control the muscles associated with having an orgasm. That's pretty cool. I kind of doubt it works. Yeah, I don't think that works either. I think, I, or at, at the very least, I don't understand why it would work better than just having sex. Yeah, that's a good question. In past years, sex tech was huge at the Bass Annual Consumer Electronics Show, but this year, out on the floor show, we only found a handful of companies selling high-tech intimacy. All of them can be used online or offline with a partner. <laughs> that would suck as, like, ah, damn, the Wi-Fi's out. I can't uh, use uh, my flashlight. Oh, <laughs> uh, 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 uh. Oh, oh, no, I didn't come too early. My Wi-Fi cut out. <laughs> the, the FDA uh, cleared medical device looks like sex toy, but it's actually a training device to help men learn how to prevent early. Didn't we? I think we covered this like some months ago. I vaguely remember reading something about, Might have been. about this. The masturbation contraption. That's a good way to put it. Not only has a skin-like texture, but a connected cover also warms it up to give it an extra realistic feel. Yuck. My Hixels device connects to an app and movement and speed sensors can tell the app exactly what you're doing. I, I'm very uncomfortable with that. I don't like the idea of them having yeah. the biometrics of me jerking off. Yeah, that seems like data that will be used to blackmail me. Also, 
how does that help me not come? Uh, I I have no idea. I mean, I guess I guess it's just kind of a practice makes perfect sort Wait, of theory. Why? It's in clinical trials with the U.S. Army. Wait, where does it say that? Uh, Mixel is currently in clinical trials, including with the U.S. Yeah. Army. Wow. Why is Why is the U.S. Army using using cum devices? The device costs two hundred nine. I feel like they're burying the lead on this. Why is my Hixel U.S. Army? There's uh, a government contract for fleshlights. I'm going to be pissed. Well, I think that uh, that probably proves that uh, it's just a tracking device. We got to we got to stop the military industrial complex because in no way should a flashlight be. I don't want my tax dollars paying for this stuff. No, no military grade sex toys. When, although, you know, tons of other companies do that where they, they'll say, like, you know, this this pocket knife is military grade. Be like, well, this flashlight is military yeah. grade. This is what our soldiers use to last longer in bed. This is what got us through Fallujah. Yeah, <laughs> we need we need soldiers that don't come easy in the in the army. Uh, tablets on stand show videos of women jumping rope or turned around shaking their rear ends and sitting next to each tablet was a cylindrical device pumping up and down in real time. Wow. Oh, so it's, yeah, that's, uh, these have already existed though. These Bluetooth connected strokers are meant to bring customers experience of watching adult movies to the next level, coordinating the motions of the sex toy with what you're watching on the screen. I feel like when you buy one of these, you've just given up on real pussy. It's, uh, you're throwing in the towel. I think. Yeah. I think you've given up on actually having any human interaction. I suppose part of the reason they're advertising it is like a premature ejaculation thing is that way in your head you can rationalize it as yeah. like, no, I'm not giving up hope. I'm, I'm never practicing having a, a real relationship. Yes, yeah. I'm, I'm practicing for when. Yeah, I'm just getting my reps in. Yeah, yeah I'm putting <laughs> up jumpers. This is me. I'm, I'm cope mamba mentality. Dude. Honey, honey, don't touch that. That's a training device. Savaka <laughs> yeah. uh, partners with porn producers to custom code their videos to synchronize with the devices. Video available on the app, right? Well, that's the problem, though. Until someone figures out one of these things, they can just directly connect to like a Pornhub type website. You're going to have a limited amount of porn designed for the app itself. Uh, all right. Uh, wait. $19. Now, hold on a second. Hold on a second. <laughs> I spoke too soon. <laughs> <laughs> no, replacements. Oh, those are the sleeves. Okay, yeah. so just the interior portion when you, when you fuck a hole in it. <laughs> Uh, part of the appeal of the connected sex toys is that users can take control of another's devices for a long distance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But many customers are concerned about their privacy ever since reports of hackers exposing vulnerabilities in these web-connected nah, devices. Nah, nah, That could enable someone to control your toys nah, without your permission. Nah, nah, nah. I can't have someone take over my dick. The the Chinese have access to my balls. You're stroking and you're just like, oh, it's stuck. I can't get off. And you get a phone call. Just Yeah. This. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. God damn it. You gotta give us all the money you have, <laughs> and I'll give you back your dick. Until then, your dick is mine. I will kill your dick in 30 minutes if you don't donate $10,000 to my Snapchat. Here's, here's the movie idea. You remember that dude who, uh, he was a pizza delivery guy, and when he delivered the pizza, they put a bomb around his neck, and he yeah. had to go rob the bank? How about yeah. that, but with a flashlight? Flashlight on his dick? You gotta yeah. rob the bank, or you're gonna kill your penis? I think that'd actually be a good movie. All like right. a, a teenage uh, A teenage boy buys one of these devices, and then it gets latched onto yeah. his dick. And but it's, gotta, it's kooky. It's not bad. Yeah, it's not... It's it's not rapey. Yeah. It's funny. Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> uh, okay, I don't, I don't need them to explain why it's not actually a bad thing. Of course, they're going to say that. Ooh, vibrating sound. Norwegian sex tech company Handy released a new vibrator called the O. It's a wireless Bluetooth connected vibrator that uses sound waves to produce vibrations. The sound waves are generated by LRA motors like those in the PlayStation 5 controller. <laughs> but you know what? Just grind on Tony Hawk and put the <laughs> controller on your dick. Put this controller in your pussy, okay? The, the motor is so precise that it can even generate music. Wow. Now, I'm going to jerk off with, with fucking Creed. I've, the idea of a flashlight singing, Can You Take Me Higher, is very intriguing. <laughs> Uh, it can be used by anyone. Costs 150 bucks. It'll be available in the spring of 2024. Well, Does it come guy. in a butt plug version? <laughs> it could be paired to videos or music to sync vibrations in time with whatever you're watching or listening to. And do people jerk off listening to music? Is that a thing? It, it seems that way. I don't 
that's never been my experience. I don't think I'm a music file. No, I don't have I don't have like a jerking off playlist. Yeah, I feel like I need I need visual stimulation. I'm not I'm not perverted enough to jerk off to just the noise. This is uh, what is this one? Oh, it's just more about that. The stroker base costs two hundred bucks, and each sleeve attachment is fifteen dollars. Uh, they are made to last for life with proper care. They can also be linked for remote play. Well, isn't oh, that thank great? You. Thank you, Daily Mail. What a what a fantastic article from the Daily Mail. That's uh, this seems pretty good. Oh yeah, the monkeys are <laughs> back at it. Monkeys. Monkeys throw 250 dogs to their deaths. Yeah, from trees. so we've covered this particular village before, and they're still doing it. I, I, <laughs> I love that they found a picture of a monkey that makes it look menacing the I same know. way when, uh, you know, there's a criminal who gets busted. They yeah. find a picture where he's, like, snarling yeah, at the camera. Yeah, where he looks mean. Yeah, I, I like that they're framing the monkey. Yeah, look at him, the rage in that monkey's eyes. Make him look more demonic than he is. A troop of monkeys... Well, that makes more sense. At first, I think of this like... One, oh, you thought it was one serial killer? Yeah, I thought it was like one <laughs> insane monkey. One monkey who just lost his mind. No, it's a <laughs> pack of rogue monkeys. A troop of monkeys have killed more than 250 dogs in what is thought to be an act of revenge. Residents of two villages in uh, Maharashtra, India, reported witnessing seeing, uh, seeing the pooches dragged to the tops of trees in buildings by vicious primates who then sent the animals plunging to their deaths this is, it's literally Donkey Kong. It's so cool that they learned how to kill. Well, we learned from them, didn't we? we yeah. Or did they learn from us? Uh, but I, I I mean, I guess there is some factual basis in Donkey Kong that they're fucking, instead of barrels, he's chucking dogs off roofs. Oh, that was actually a documentary. <laughs> some are even living in fear as several of the apes have tried to attack humans. They've killed quite a few. I think it gets to that. It is believed the sick murders. All right, it's not. I don't think a monkey can commit murder. Well, know? what is the act of intentionally killing another animal for nothing other than a reason to kill it? Murder to me implies some sort of uh, premeditation or thought process. I, I think they are premeditating these murders. That's true. Look at them. Yeah, <laughs> look, look at, at that criminal. <laughs> he, he knows what he's doing. Uh, it is believed the sick murders are being performed after a pack of dogs killed one of the monkey's babies. Yeah, now it's, it's personal. It's revenge, dude. Now it seems that the creatures are getting their own back. I like that they killed one and the monkeys are like, we're going to massacre these dogs. No, but look how cute. He's just petting a dog. No, that dog is dead. I hope not. <laughs> look how adorable it is. Uh, the, vile <laughs> the vile killings have been reported in the villages of uh, Majalagan and Lavul. God damn, I, I gotta, we gotta stop naming places these these nonsense names. Everything's well, gotta be a base. Everything needs to be like First Street or B Street. Look, or, trying to get Indians to make their language make sense is kind of a lost cause. Majalaguan. Their language is just nonsense. In, in that village alone, about 250 dogs have met their end this way, while the death toll in Lavul is unknown. I mean, I kind of hope so. I kind of hope local authorities have more to do than track the deaths of various dogs. I just don't understand why you wouldn't just shoot all these monkeys. I don't know if there's like some sort of sacred thing. I, I know they're kind of popular. That'd with be tourists. a bummer, dude, if you like the monkeys were sacred and they were fucking everything up. Well, they, they take advantage of their, their special uh, yeah. place in society. It's not the first Shiva, time. forgive me, but I cannot <laughs> take this monkey anymore. Another good movie. Just a guy with a gun. He's got to kill all the crazy monkeys. Oh, John Wick. They yeah. kill the, the monkeys kill his puppy. It's uh, it's not the first. Yeah, wait a second. This is the, the we're borrowing from each other. It turns out the monkeys were working for the Indian mob. We've entered the Akashic record. We're yeah. sharing thoughts. <laughs> it's not the first time monkeys have attacked in India, and often it's people who find themselves in the firing line. A little girl recently plummeted to death. From a roof of her family home after monkeys ambushed her. Yeah, dude, they're killing people. What the fuck's a little girl doing on a roof? Running where, away from monkeys. Where's, where's her parents? <laughs> Killed by monkeys. I, I, what a terrible situation. <laughs> Condolences to the family. All of them slaughtered by monkeys. <laughs> Six-year-old Kurti was sitting on a second-floor terrace with her granddad when the group of primates suddenly appeared on the property. Yeah, no, this granddad <laughs> killed her, and they were like, what happened? He's like, ah, monkeys. Oh, no, it was the monkeys. <laughs> monkeys. Oh, was, oh, no, she fell after the monkeys chased her. I was very much paying attention. It certainly was not me. <laughs> it was the, the, the vile, murderous monkey gangs. <laughs> Look at his claws and his eyes. He has a hate in his eyes. He knows what he is doing. Uh, Kurti rushed away but tumbled from the edge of the roof. 
Oh, well, look, there's a fucking battle going Dude, it's on. it's a standoff. The, the, the hatred is real. The My money's on the monkeys. They've got, you know, the opposable thumbs and such. And they got, well, they got those teeth. A bereaved family member said she was chatting with her grandfather, Chandra Paul, on the house terrace while others were working downstairs. All of a sudden, we heard Curtis screaming for help. Before we climb upstairs, we heard a loud thud and found her in a pool of blood. Ew. Elsewhere in the same region, Gutyapa Ben Rangpa, 66, <laughs> was mauled to death by rogue ape on November 12th <laughs> while he was on the toilet. Oh, bummer. That is a brutal getting shanked yeah. by a monkey while you're taking a shit. You're just trying to drop a deuce and I'm what the fuck is this? I uh, We won't read through that whole story, but I do. Uh, I kind of want to see how we died on the toilet. A 10-year-old boy was also killed after he was disemboweled. That's by, pretty brutal. By a troop of langer monkeys while playing with friends. Depok Thakur was also taken to a local hospital, but he was sadly pronounced dead before well, doctors could see him for treatment. Yeah, they ripped his stomach out. His intestine was ripped out in the attack. He rushed to Ugh. his house and was taken to a hospital where doctors declared him dead on arrival. There's nothing we can do. <laughs> They've ripped his small intestine out. Holy shit. Uh, bloke mauled to death by monkey while on the toilet leaving... Bloke mauled to death by a monkey while on the toilet leaving pool of blood. <laughs> Another picture where they found the... the Look at this criminal... Monkey. A uh, man died. Yes, but what is mauled entail? Was he bitten? <laughs> was he was he shanked? Was he clawed at? Uh, he was attacked by a rogue ape on Sunday. I'm not sure it's rogue. I think yeah. this is just what monkeys do. <laughs> I think I don't think this one like is especially evil. No, I think you just fucked up a dude on the toilet. Yeah, this is normal monkey. He's monkeying around. Uh, <laughs> After he went to use the bog in his home, a village in Davinger district of... All right, look, I'm done trying to say the names. Uh, Rangapa was reportedly... He was bitten on the hand, causing him to bleed profusely and leaving a pool of blood. That that can't be enough. The man's loved ones quickly rushed him to the hospital for treatment, but he succumbed to his injuries? And he bled out through his fingers? What the authority said the monkey who ravaged Rangapa has since been captured after terrorizing. <laughs> I hope they have a trial for it. <laughs> 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 the monkey's being sentenced to de- oh, that's the RIP to you, this man. You put him on the stand. He had to <laughs> he uh, man getting your getting your hand bit off by a monkey and dying. That is a that's embarrassing. That is a shameful way to die. Not only are you on the toilet, you bled out to death from a monkey bite. Uh, I would rather die like Elvis on the toilet than yeah. die like that guy in the toilet. I'd rather die from pills than monkeys. But also, how are these monkeys getting such access? Why is the monkey in the home? Did, they live in shitty houses, probably. But don't you have a door to your bathroom? Did the monkey fucking kick the door open? Well, or? They got hands. They can open doors. That's true. That's why you got to lock. That's why yeah. I always lock the doors because I'm afraid of the, being of killed by a monkey. <laughs> that's, I've, been, I've said that for years. I'll yeah. never take a shit with the door unlocked because a monkey might get in and uh, kill me. Well, we say that in America, but it's actually racist. But in <laughs> India, it's literal. This could be a giant dog whistle yeah. uh, operation by the Daily Star. Yeah, they need to lock themselves in from the monkey. Why don't we why don't we call it there? Uh, I think. Uh patreon.com slash in plain sight pod. We have what the fuck do we have? Uh how do we oh oh the, the ladies of fuck ghosts. Right, right. That was a fun one. Ghost fucks. Uh also are we gonna have episodes next week? We can't maybe. say why, but uh pot- maybe yes, potentially we'll big big things happening. Yeah. Uh but yeah, maybe no episodes next week. We'll we'll have to see. If if not uh, I'll, I'll, we'll try and figure something out. Yeah, we'll figure it out. All right. Uh, uh, Instagram, Hidden Plains at Radio on Instagram. We are at, or you are at Brandon Steele Hidden on Instagram. We're at The Hidden Pod on Twitter until Friday. Who do? Mamba out. <laughs>